All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Jake. Hello. How's it going, man? All is well here, Jake. We have so much shit to talk about. I don't even know if we'll get to it all. Um, we, we, we are recording Monday, uh, February 3rd. I just got done caucusing. So um, when I left, Mayor Pete had come in first. Uh, I don't remember who was second, Bernie or Warren, but I will tell you this. Uh, I have a friend that's caucusing. Uh, you know, Mike Lucas. He's down in Iowa City. Yeah. I have another buddy, Dave, that is caucusing somewhere else. In three for three, of the only three people I know that are caucusing, Biden did, was non-viable. He did not get enough supporters to get any delegates. Really? Wow. Yeah. He, he was coming in like... He, he had just missed the cut where I was. Klobuchar didn't make it. Yang didn't make it. And Steyer had 10 people. I was surprised by that. Uh, uh, well, dude, that guy that guy says stupid shit like every week, man. It's, it's every week he, he steps on his own dick, man. Steyer or Biden? Oh, uh, Biden. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. But it's, it's, it, it, it was, it's pretty... If any listener that is not caucused, it's a horrible process. This year it was much more streamlined than in years past. Good um, man, it's so fucking stupid. Like, just just have a vote. It's crazy. Well, that's kind of what they did. So it starts the same, where you go into a gym and you break off into your corner. And the thing that pisses me off is they give like several speeches. Um, I remember when I did it in 2016. It took several hours because you you get into your corners, then they count everybody, then they say, okay, now we're going to take a break, and if anybody's non-viable, divide up and count again. And it kept this time. One count, and if your candidate had delegates and was viable, you could turn in a slip of paper saying, I'm Nathan Timmel, I was here, I supported this guy, and you could fucking leave. We were in and out in less than an hour. We were out really? in 50 minutes, yes. Wow. And I know and still, for- even even you saying that, like, the listeners in other states are like, what, it only took you 50 minutes to vote? Fuck that. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, if you do not caucus, you're saying 50 minutes. That sounds long. But yeah, when in the past, it's been two, three hours. I said I would never do it again until today. I saw that they had that rule that said one vote, and then you can stay and try and convince like the Klobuchar people if you want. But if you just want to leave, you can. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's goddamn ridiculous. Hey, roughly how many percentage-wise, who actually fucking stuck around for that nonsense? Mm, I think only the people did start streaming toward the doors. I think the only people that were sticking around that I saw were mainly like the diehards that were going to try and poach the Biden and Klobuchar and Yang uh, people to try and get them over to their side to maybe pick up an extra delegate. So I think, you know, the Sanders and Warren people, a lot of Pete people were leaving. Um, But I, when I, right before I left, right before they did the count, the Yang, not the Yang, the Klobuchar and Biden people were trying to work something out to where they could try and make one of the two viable. I think the Klobuchar people were trying to get 50 uh, Biden people, and the Biden people were trying to get 10 Klobuchar people. Like, hey, why don't 50 of you come over and support Amy? And they're like, well, it'd be easier if 10 of you came over and supported us. I don't know what they got worked out, but uh, I was just stunned that that uh, Biden didn't make it in three of three locations that I heard from. That, I mean, I am too. I thought he would do better than that. That being said, I, I didn't think he'd, he'd, he'd win, man. He, he, he comes off sounding like a fucking idiot like every, on, on a weekly basis almost. 
Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure I told you that when we went to the Iowa State Fair, I heard him speak live for the first time, and that was when I got turned off. It wasn't that he was an <laughs> idiot. It was just that he was incoherent. He had nothing to say other than, I was vice president, and we got to beat Trump, and the middle class is the middle class, and man, Trump is just horrible, and the middle class, I'm like, it was, it was incoherent. There was just no substance to it. Substance to it. He he just he he sounded like a, a lengthy aunt or uncle's you know several paragraph long Facebook post that kind of shit. Yes, it, that's exactly right. So, all right, yeah, you know how you know how like most candidates when they're when they're going, how am I going to beat this other candidate? You know what I'm going to do is I'm gonna, I'm going to say this about them, or I'm going to I'm going to point this out. With Biden, it's literally like. Hey, um, how about I just stay out of the way and let him talk? That's how I'm going to defeat this man. I'm going to uh, uh, follow him around with a tape recorder and record the ridiculous shit he says. That is true. All right, he will let- eventually just say something fucking dumb and 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 say he's in the wrong state or, or fucking yell at somebody or something crazy is going to happen. Yeah. Um, let's just keep powering through because we have so much shit to talk about. I um, will say, yeah, before we move on from the caucus, real quick, it um, for those people who, who don't really know that much about it or know why they fucking do it that way, it used to make sense. It made sense back when it, the state was mostly a bunch of farmers, way more spread out. Um, even the people that could read way back in 18, whatever the fuck, Newspapers were not, you know, a paper boy is not going seven miles, you know, in between every farm to deliver newspapers. And so you had to have a way of sort of explaining to people who's running and what they're for because they weren't, they weren't getting the news if they could even read it where they were at. Now people have the fucking internet and, and there's TV and shit. Nobody, for the most part, is showing up to that not knowing who they're going to vote for. There's lots of people who don't know who they want to vote for. You know what they call those people? People that stay the fuck home and watch Netflix. It's, you're going there already knowing who you're going to vote for. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. And I will say that I was angry, and then we should move on. I was angry but also happy because, they, they like you said, um, they did allow representatives of each candidate to give a speech before they took the first vote when everybody was already divided up you go into the room and you go to your corner but then they allow the people to give a speech like hey you over there are standing for warren you should come over here for biden and here's why and they pick the least uh capable speakers to get up and read off their iphone oh yeah dude it's always the craziest geriatric old fuck just rambling and it would like those guys make Joe Biden look like Barack Obama when it comes to speeches. Like every single one of them that fucking gives speeches is but it's this just, time. But this time they were on the clock. They had a timer, and I think it was one Good. minute or maybe two at the most. And there was a woman, and you could hear the alarm on her phone go off, and she would yeah. go straight for the microphone and say, "All right, you're done." Like people were powering through, so it wasn't ten minute rambling speeches on why you should vote for Amy Klobuchar. It was concise. Like I that said, we were in and out in hero. 50 minutes. But I still didn't like the fact that they even needed to give those speeches because it's like people have made up their goddamn minds. Yeah, just, yeah right. It's fucking pointless, man. You wouldn't be there if you didn't have somebody in mind who you wanted to vote for. You would just stay at home at that point. 
Yeah, it's done. So, so we I we opened this by saying we are recording February third, so we are up to date. It's going to post as soon as we get off. Um, we always tell when we are posting, so that if we miss any big news, why we didn't mention it. Holy shit, dude! Last week that we 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 recorded. Say we recorded really fast. It sounds we recorded. Um, and the next morning, Kobe was in his car. Uh, the helicopter accident. That yeah. Talk about how we didn't talk about that and. It's not like we would have had anything to say other than, holy shit, dude, Kobe died. Um, the only thing I will say, and I've, uh, hopefully this is like one one thousandth of the of a percent of what Ari Shafir did. To me, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, did we not learn anything from the Big Bopper and from Buddy Holly? If it's shitty weather, stay the fuck on the ground. It is just so, it's tragic, it's horrible, I'm not making fun. Oh, yeah, dude, I mean, I, 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 I hope that if, if there is one, you know, sliver of a good thing that might come from this, it's that um, I, I, I think I was hearing on some show that his, like, luxury No terrain warning. No, like, no terrain yeah, warning. There yeah. was no warning for if you're flying too low. I'm not a helicopter pilot. I really don't know shit about helicopter. Oh, hang on. The, the cat's coming in. i got to pause just for a second. One second. They're going to be making noises. No! All right, all right. I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah. But, yeah, I read that, too, that there was no terrain warning. And so, yeah, he just flew into a mountain. And the, the good thing... The, you With talk my about- limited knowledge of helicopters, um, I, I don't know dick about those things. If you were like, hey, Jake, on a scale of 1 to 10... How important do you think a, a, a warning that tells you if you're flying too low is on a helicopter? I would say roughly like I, I no number. I just assumed they all had those. <laughs> you know, like I did not think it was a fucking option to not have those. Um, I, I I just figure it, it's probably one of those things to where you wouldn't even make a law if you said to me, "Hey, you're whatever branch of government." Uh, that that you know determines helicopter laws. Whatever fucking agency does that, you're in charge of it. Should we make this a law? I would be like, nah, don't waste ink on it. They probably already got those, and I would fucking move on. And so I, the fact that apparently, I mean, this wasn't like a shitty Groupon helicopter ride. This was like a luxury helicopter. The fact that that one didn't fucking have it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's probably many, many helicopters that don't have that shit, or, you know, at least nobody's really watching over that shit, and so hopefully that whoever's running that fucking industry goes, whoa, we got to take a look at what the hell we're letting fucking take off, you know? Yeah, I mean, what I was going to say is the one good thing about all of this, not not good, well, that like you said, that hopefully that'll become mandatory now, but at least the way it looks, and hopefully they won't correct this like after an investigation, is that everything happened fast. It's not like a plane crash where like there's turbulence and then you're going down and there's a free fall and you have time to consider what's going on. Like, oh shit, this is the end of my life. And he's there with his daughter. Right. I mean, the one is like, boom over like they didn't even know what happened so that's that's a in a horrible horrible fucked up thing yeah that is a that is a uh not a bright spot but it's it's an at least there was probably no suffering right yeah all right uh moving on oh uh the coronavirus that uh picked up steam while we were uh, off for a week um what i find uh, not funny about it but um 
it's that nothing changes in China. Nothing. Uh, initially, last week when the coronavirus hit, there were all these stories saying that China's doing everything differently this time because they got uh, made fun of and yelled at because of SARS 17 years ago. And now the story I sent you earlier is that, uh, oh, no, they, they lied about everything up front again, that this was sure. breaking out a while ago, and they were actively putting doctors in jail for trying to talk about it and say, hey, we need help here. This is happening. And, uh, yeah, so it's the same as SARS. There's, something, there's an outbreak, and they go, ooh, maybe if we cover it up, it'll go away. Nope, China, you suck. Well, you know, sometimes the only way out is through. I think they should double down. And eat more bats and mice and stuff in those um, exotic uh, meat markets that this apparently started in. Um, I think they should eat more of that and develop immunities to it. Well, and it's funny because do you remember, we talked about this several months ago. There was a couple, I don't know, in Nepal that, that got the Black Plague. The Black Plague of all things, something that was gone or we thought was gone from eating some sort of fucking rat, something they shouldn't be eating. And you'd think that would set off alarm bells like, hey, maybe we should uh, put a curb on people eating shit they shouldn't eat. And yet here we are. They go to, like you say, this wild market and just eat a bunch of shit they are not supposed to eat. I'm not saying... That being said, I I, I will try everything once. I consider myself fairly adventurous and open-minded with food so i i get that to a point um and look man like it's not like we don't eat crazy shit either if 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 that market didn't exist and and foie gras didn't exist or or at least you know people didn't know about it and and you just sort of said hey what do you think is fucking crazier uh eating a a, a bat that's like cooked or um uh, force feeding a, a duck uh, uh, Lucky Charms until it, it it dies of type two diabetes, and then eating that duck's liver because it tastes a little more buttery than a normal liver. Uh, which do you think is going to cause a crazy fucking flu to kill? I, I, I'm like, dude, the the, the fucking Chris Christie duck. Like, what are you what are you doing? Why would you why would you do that? That's insane. If you want it to taste buttery, why don't you just put uh, butter? On duck liver, you sick French bastard, you know? That is a good point. But then you try it, and you're like, wow, that's a fucking good duck liver. People ain't torturing enough ducks. I'll take another fucking side of that. That was really good. I will say this. uh, For everybody that says China isn't doing enough now, I'm, I'm not sure what they're supposed to do now that's not enough like maybe in december when they were lying about it and covering it up sure that that was them being china but i mean jesus fucking christ there there are pluses and minuses to living in a uh, in a thought an authoritarian state you know we live in a democracy sure. when china says we are putting this city of 11 million people on lockdown they aren't fucking around like that that's one way to combat a, an outbreak is to say Everybody stay the fuck home. You 11 million people are not allowed to leave the city. So oh, yeah. uh, so kind of a fair move on their part for that one, and they've, they've blocked off several other cities. It's just, <laughs> I don't know how you'd get away with that in America. Too many people have guns and freedom and, you know, cars, and they would say, fuck you, we're getting out. There would, there would be skirmishes, I think, in America. Fuck you, it is my constitutional right to go to the airport and start coughing on everybody and shaking hands without washing. I will say this, when it comes to SARS, 17 years ago, I did go to Asia during the SARS outbreak. 
uh, I was on a military tour, just you know, flying over to Korea and Japan and other places. And hey, man, I'll bet I'll bet tickets were cheap. That's well, the, that's the time to that's the time to do it. And the thing is, nobody really cared. Like once you got there, it was like, oh yeah, everybody's just walking around like normal, and some people are wearing masks. It was just all the yeah. hysteria in the news. But when you got there, this one seems a little different as far as containment goes. But uh, I, no one seemed to give a fuck in, in it when I was there. No one was panicking. Well, I mean, yeah, just like three months ago, people were probably drinking plenty of water in the Dominican Republic too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> people freak out on the news. All right, another. Breaking news today. Like I said, we have so much to talk about. Uh, Rush Limbaugh has come out and says he has aggressive lung cancer. First Kobe, not Limbaugh. I, I, Are it, all of our heroes going to die this week? <laughs> I um, it's, it's one of those things where you say you wouldn't wish cancer on anybody. I don't know that I'd wish cancer on Rush Limbaugh. Maybe I would, but I will say this. I'm not going to say I feel sorry for him. I mean... The best comment I've seen online is, I didn't know cancer should could catch cancer. Right, yeah. No, he's, uh, he's a pretty bad dude. That's all the further you're going to go with that one? We can move he's, on. He's a bit of a dick, man. I, I don't know what to... Um, I, I will say, somebody at work was saying uh, earlier that apparently he left, like, two wives for being sick. <laughs> like, you fucking left them. I and, didn't know that. The thing is, is like, look, I don't. I'm not one of those guys. I really don't like to demonize somebody just because I, I disagree with their politics and shit. But now I'm like, okay, now you're somebody that I don't agree with politically, who's also a huge fucking dick to his wives. And so I'm like, all right, that's a that's a double whammy. I think uh, as an atheist, I believe God gave that man cancer. Oh, that would be nice. Um, Okay, I want to get into gossip right now. I'm not sure how much you or I have to say about this, but and it's not important, but Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's gossip, it's tabloid shit, but I do want to talk about it, and here's why. Several oh, shit, I, I forgot to read that uh, article. You're going to have to catch it. I didn't send you a, a link. I oh, just okay. said yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Okay. Several years ago, um, when it all went down, uh, Amber Heard said, Johnny Depp abused me, and she showed a video of him drunk, and that was it. She just showed a video of him drunk, and Johnny Depp's career took a huge hit. It wasn't, I would say, ruined, but it it took a huge hit. Well, sure. a couple days ago, it turns out, and, oh, by the way, when, when all this was happening, I did not say... But my my thought on it was I don't I don't know they kind of deserve one another that was my take you have a fifty year old man and a twenty year old girl and they get married I'm like ah, there's something going on there beyond just, I don't know so they interview every one of Johnny Depp's ex girlfriends and his ex wife and they all say no this isn't the Johnny we ever I met. ain't saying she's a gold digger but she's definitely not fucking me absolutely. Yeah. Well, and they all say that this is not the Depp they know. Well, it comes out the other day that she was actually psychotic and uh, attacked him on several occasions and was throwing pots and pans at him and cut his finger off and... Cut his finger off? Well, not his entire finger, like the tip of his finger. They show the his finger just severed, like not, not at the knuckle, but the, the fingertip. Wow. And... Uh, I, it's one of those things where I remember saying, like, I don't know that I buy this story, but every woke person was just piling on Johnny Depp. And for two days, three days, which is a, in today's society. He thought he would have really been able to kind of get off the hook with that one be, being like, okay, 
random tape of me drunk, not abusing anyone. I see that tape, and I raise it, the tip of my finger that was cut off. Just hold that up and be like, Exhibit B. Well, that's the thing, is when woke Twitter goes down a path, it does take several years. And the thing is, there's a recording that has come out, uh, which set this all off. Um, I think he talked about it back then, but everyone shouted him down. He's like, I have a recording, and... Or I and and like fuck you, Johnny Depp, you're an abuser. And in the recording, it's basically she's insane, and he's saying, "Look, this is not a healthy relationship. We shall." And I'm misquoting it here, but he's he's like, "This is not a healthy relationship. We have problems." And she is, "I will fucking destroy you." And so it's just really <laughs> weird how, you know, just reactions like, um, uh, uh, shit. I can't think of the guy's name. The Chicago guy that would put the noose on his neck with the Trump supporter, uh, Smollett. Um, we, we just react, and we don't wait it out. If you say in the moment, okay, let's wait and get both sides of the story, or let's wait till everything plays out, then you are demonized as well. You're like, no, you're supporting Johnny Depp, and he's an abuser. No, you're supporting Trump, because Jesse Smollett was attacked. And then it turns out, oh, everything you thought was wrong, but everyone's moved on by then. It's, it's kind of sad and fucked up, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. That, with that being said, Jesse Smollett, he's definitely fucked, man. Like, I know that people are saying, like, oh, nothing really happened to him. But, I mean, no one's really going to want to fucking work with that guy anymore. Because if you if you look at, like, what he did, he was already making, what, like, 60 grand an episode. And so he fakes a hate crime as, like, a power move to fucking get more money and get more, I don't know, control over the direction of the show or whatever. And, like, producers are like... Oh, 60 grand and being a major character on the show wasn't enough for you. Fuck you. I'm not working with that. Yeah, I mean, and and in the in hour long dramas, I think he wanted some of that uh, 100,000, 250,000 dollar money. Like the right. Friends cast was getting paid a million an episode at the end of the series and that was Friends, the number one show. Empire you know, it, it gets its ratings. It was a it was a popular show, but for a second tier character, sixty thousand an episode, you should just be fucking happy when you look at all the unemployed actors in uh, L.A. Yeah, getting getting paid sixty grand an episode to do anything is kind of a glasses half full kind of problem. You know, that is true. All right, and you're we'll- not going to get a lot of sympathy out of fucking anybody for that shit. No, you are not. It's kind of like when. Um, now, I mean, this obviously wasn't nearly as bad or the same thing at all, but when, when uh, Dominique was posting all those videos about Netflix going, oh, they're, they're only paying me half a million dollars. It's like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, no, no, nobody feels bad for you on this one at all. No comedian does. Yeah. No. Um, Monique, I think, wasn't it? Oh, Monique, yeah. Yeah, I think you said Dominic. (laughs) I think you made it a man. (laughs) Dominic. That was one of those things where, like, oh, you want to be angry because you are going to get paid more for one Netflix special than 90% of the comedians will get paid in 10 years working, you know, the road. Yeah, no one has. And then, and then she tried to make it like a like a gender and a racial thing. And, right. And the two the two comics that she was comparing it to were um, Amy Schumer and Dave Chappelle. And it's like, what? Well, like the other one is sort of canceling out <laughs> your fucking points for <laughs> for both both things you're trying to claim. The your your two examples cancel each other out. And then and then, more importantly, 
it's like, wait a minute, how are you claiming they're these big, you, you know, like bigots or whatever? What are they doing? Oh, they're only offering me half a million dollars. It's like, I, that's, again, glasses half full kind of bigotry, I suppose. Well, to go down that path a little further, do you, do you know who the biggest, maybe second biggest, do you know who the, I, if he's not the, the biggest, he's right behind Dave Chappelle, uh, person on Netflix is right now? Is it Chris Rock? No, it's Joe Coy. Really? He's huge. They bought like three specials from him, I think, after his uh, first one went huge. Maybe I'm maybe I'm inflating him a little, but the whole point is he is enormous on Netflix. He sold out, I think, an arena three times in Hawaii, and he's selling out arenas. He's the thing. Okay, the reason I'm bringing him up is Netflix passed on his first special. He said, "I want to do a special for you," and they said. Nah, we're not interested. So he oh, wow. went out, he filmed his own special, paid for it with his own money, and then took it to Netflix and said, here, I made it, will you please air it? And they said, all right, since you made it, sure, why not? Oh, that's pretty cool. And it blew up, and now he they, they bought like three more specials from him. I did not him. realize that. Yeah, and, and, and filmed in an arena that was sold out over the course of three nights. So the fact that it's it's a door you're opening a door well um, right right and you're, i mean you're, you're claiming being offered that a special monique maybe say hmm i take a half a million for this special it blows up i get offered a million on my next one right yeah and i, I mean acting like netflix is I mean, like because people that follow comedy even a little bit know that like in terms of the, the specials that are on Netflix, they're pretty fucking diverse, man. I, I mean, yes. it's not... I'm not saying there's not a ton of racism and sexism in the entertainment industry as a whole, but I, Netflix ain't really one of those places that you, you can hold up as a shining example of that. Well, and as far as the entertainment industry as a whole, it's not, you know, 1980 anymore. That racism yeah. and sexism is being curtailed massively and has been for over a decade and over 20 years at this point. Right, right. At least at least people are actively seeking to change that at this point as opposed to, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. All right, two stories back-to-back that I found hilarious. Uh, story number one, uh, part of a new California California border fence, border wall, not fence. It says fence in the headline, but it's a 30-foot wall. It's part of Trump's border wall. I like how the headline says border fence, and the story itself says several panels of a new barrier. Uh, they were blown over in high winds in California. And not only were they blown over a 30-foot high border wall, but they were blown onto the Mexican side. So, <laughs> and That's then, why, for his, his, his next election... He, he says, we, we need to finish building that wall, but then we need what? Another wall in front of that wall to keep the wind from hitting it, to keep it from, from blowing over. That's we what need, we need. We need a, we need a wind of, wall. Yes. No, not a wall. We need a series of pine trees like they have in the Midwest that, that uh, block houses on planes uh, for snow oh, drifts. That's what they need. Well, the, the reason it's two stories back-to-back is high winds blow over part of the border wall. Right back-to-back, the very next day, authorities have uncovered a cross-border tunnel, the longest one yet, 4,309-foot tunnel from Tijuana to San Diego, bringing in drugs. So build that wall. They're still tunneling. Yeah, it's 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 pretty insane, man. And and like you can make decent arguments for border security in general. 
Uh, you can make decent ones that aren't racist. You know what I mean? But that's, that's kind of not the way. But this this build the wall like that's it's too simplistic. It's like all, all right, well, how about how about just you know better better border security? Let's get you, you know um, those those um, I think it was called like a p tits those blimps that I, I I know I've talked about it in the past on the podcast. But we had a, a blimp in Afghanistan that was connected on a cable that went like a fucking mile up in the air and had cameras everywhere. And like, 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 why, why not get a series of those along the border, you know? And then you can fucking see when people are coming over, you could drive, you get, there's so many more, more better ways to, to, to protect a, a border that necess- wasn't necessarily, um, drawn because of its, uh, y- you know, effectiveness in, in terms of like, like wall building, like a lot of that shit's along rivers and mountains. You can't really build a wall on it, you know? Yeah. And, um, that was part of the argument two years ago or a year and a half ago when they were really pushing the whole wall agenda uh, in Congress and Senate is uh, Trump was saying, oh, the Democrats want open borders and the Democrats need a better press agent because I remember them saying this, but they don't get their message out uh, well enough. They were talking about what you were talking about just now. They were saying, yes, we are for border security. Absolutely. Let's get all the border security. Let's get drones. Let's use technology. A wall is antiquated. And that message didn't get out because Americans are dumb and build the wall, build the wall is easy to chant. Use greater technology is not a good chant. See, this is, I, I, and I know I've mentioned this before, this is why I think, I, I, I kind of wish they hadn't gone forward with the impeachment, because when this inevitably does not pass the Senate, because there's more Republicans in the Senate than there are Democrats, um, it will it will rally his base, and it's going to get them to come out and and fucking vote. Like, if you were, if you were his sort of Roger Stone this time around, his campaign manager or advisor, right-hand man, whatever the fuck, um, and, and you were like, what, what would you rather be running his campaign on? Um, the, the Democrats, you know, drawing up, uh, bullshit charges and, 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 and me being found innocent because they're, 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 they're clearly making this shit up and trying to, uh, silence your votes from 2016, or would you want to run on um, build the wall this time for real, and one that won't blow over when wind touches it? You, you know what I mean? Like that's a tougher campaign uh, four years in when you kind of should have been building that wall the whole four years, according to your first campaign. Well, I mean, let's. I agree with you 100, percent and. The fucked up thing about the impeachment is I see people on my friends list that are angry and upset and hurt by the fact the Senate's gonna, going to acquit him. And I look at him like, this was the movie Titanic. We knew going in how it was going to end. It's not like right. suddenly we thought the ship was going to blow the iceberg out of the water with the laser gun, laser cannon that you know was CGI'd on the... No, we knew what was going to happen in Titanic, and we knew what was going to happen going into this impeachment hearing. I was, I was mildly disappointed that they didn't call witnesses, but on a scale of 1 to 10, it was a 1. It was like, yeah, that's about what I expected. I mean, yeah, it's just... I, was, I, 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 I were both saying that the whole time. He's going to get acquitted. As sure... As Kansas City is in Missouri, I was going to bring that, that man, up earlier when when you mentioned you said something that made me think of that. <laughs> I thought it was oh, funny. Yeah. 
Uh, and to be fair, it is on the border. And, it, and part of it is, in fact, in, in Kansas. It's kind of like the Quad Cities. Um, although, although, if anything, you know what? I kind of... There's not many times where I will um, I will agree on this podcast with uh, with, with with President Trump, but um, I'm I'm kind of with my president on this one. Uh, having a Kansas City in a state that is not Kansas is kind of fucking stupid. And I I you know who I blame? Well, first him because he's kind of a moron and should know where places are, especially when he's you know running a re-election campaign where he has to go. Yes, act like he gives a shit about those people and and, and knows where where they are. But um, another person that I blame along with them is whoever the fuck uh, allowed Missouri to draw their border in the middle of Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, What what the fuck were you guys thinking, Kansas? How did you get talked out of half of Kansas City? That was dumb as fuck. And it's not even like one of those states where it's a big, like, square-shaped state. I would get it if it was, um, you know, Colorado or something. And, and and the people next to Colorado, I'm so fucking dumb. I can't even think of one that borders it. Nebraska, right? If the people yeah. in Nebraska or Wyoming, if they were like, "Listen, Colorado, I know you like Colorado City." That being said, only way to keep it a perfectly boxed state, a perfectly square state, which is which is good, ideal, good for drawing maps and whatnot, um, is if we go right through the middle of this one city. I would get that. This is already one of the squiggly, stupid borderlines. They could have just squiggled it around the rest of Kansas City. Did you... I, I posted this... Uh, uh, oh, it's funny. I, I have um, a dummy account on Facebook because my regular account, I'm in Facebook jail, and I have been for a while. I don't think we've talked about it, have we? I don't think so. Okay, I'm in Facebook jail because... Uh, I, I don't know if you know this, Jake. It's been a while since we've seen one another. Uh, you might not remember... Was I, it for retweeting Ari Shafir on Facebook? No, no. It's uh, even worse than that. I'm a bigger criminal than Ari Shafir. Uh, Jake, I don't know if you remember nice. what I look like. I am a Caucasian American. I am a white person. I have Caucasian American friends. You are sure. one of my Caucasian. On Facebook, one of my Caucasian friends... They found out about your 4chan account. Sure, yes, I get it. They said something... And my response was very jokingly and very obviously jokingly because it was a. I wrote, Oh, shut up, you cracker ass honky. Within 10 seconds, I received an alert that I had violated the community standards, that the Facebook algorithm had sniffed out my use of racial hatred terms, and I'd vo- violated their. Uh, it said hate speech. My, my post said that I had posted hate speech because I called a white person a cracker-ass honky, and I got thrown in Facebook jail for 30 days. As, as well, you should have. That, as a ca- Caucasian-American, that is a very hurtful and, and offensive term. term. For 400 years, uh, uh, other people have been calling us uh, 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 crackers, and it's, and it's hurtful. You know what's funny is... is it's I, one of the most hurtful things that has ever happened in American history. What's the, funny the, is the, the every time this happens cracker. to me, and it happens a lot, I get put in Facebook jail a lot, but every time it does, every single time, sure. there is a news story about how Facebook has done something uh, horrible and lost money, and this time it happened the other day, like I get put in jail, and I just it makes me happy. I think it's one of those... Uh, situations where I'm I'm open to the universe, and therefore it allows me a little smile at Facebook's expense. That they sure. lost fifty billion dollars in stock uh, 
earnings stock um, value, not earnings stock value, because uh, of four poor poor fourth quarter earnings. Nothing makes me happier to see Facebook lose money when they 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 put me in jail for stupid shit like using the term cracker. But yeah. anyway, what I was what I this, what started me down this path is so I keep a dummy account so that I can post on my professional page. My personal account is in jail, but my professional page is still active. And so I posted okay. today a picture. You remember uh, the hurricane when Trump took his uh, marker and added hurricane circles to Alabama? Oh yeah, yeah. Someone ad- took a picture of uh, Kansas and put a <laughs> took a marker and had surrounded uh, Kansas City, Missouri, with the marker nice. for Trump. It was just it's very beautiful looking. It's very dude. Funny. I think that should be part of his reelection campaign. I think he should fucking change the border of Missouri to where Kansas City is in Kansas, the way God intended. That would be a good thing. I might vote for him. Then I would go. Back I would make and- the argument. That uh, Winthrop von Kansas the third, you know what I mean? Like whoever the fuck founded Kansas, Kansas City rather, um, yeah. probably named it that with the intention of it staying in Kansas. I think we should respect the founder's wishes, um, unless he was some sort of like evil fucking fur trader or slave owner. That, that that he's kind of a dick. But either way, we should. I think I think we should respect his wishes. Uh, and, and and keep keep we should make Kansas City great again by putting it back in Kansas. <laughs> back in Kansas. Yes. Well, speaking of Trump, here's one that I uh, found out. You and I, not a, a lot, but every so often we mention the fact that Trump has uh, 72 uh, accusations of sexual assault against him, um, and they never seem to get talked about. Well, one came up this week. One of his victims, uh, Jean Carroll, E. Jean Carroll, I don't know what the E stands for, but that's how she's written as E. Jean Carroll, a writer who said that uh, President Trump sexually assaulted her in a dressing room in the 1990s would like a DNA test because she still has the dress with his DNA on it. That's, I, I'm not sure how to think have what to think about that like I, sexual assault is obviously very traumatic and horrible and i guess that would cause you to hold on to a dress that you were assaulted in for you know 30 years or would it i it's it's so bizarre to me that she would have her dress wait from when the 1990s was, this is the 90s right yeah dude i, I that makes that makes perfect sense what happened he jizzed on the dress she looked at the news. Monica Lewinsky's dress was all over the news. And she's like, aha, I got this. Well, I wondered that. I, it, it just keeps saying the 1990s, and it, it, there's no, like, 1991, 1997. There's nothing. In, I suppose I could look it up in a different article if I really wanted to. But, uh, Dude, if it, was, if, it was, if it was pre-Monica Lewinsky and she decided to keep a jizz dress, that would be a weird coincidence. It, it's a very weird coincidence, but I'm just... I I I I'm, I know I'm stuttering here because I try I I can't get into the head of a, a sexual assault victim, um, but I just wonder what goes through your mind is like this could come in useful someday back in the in the early '90s were we thinking of DNA back then and maybe technology will catch up to this I have no idea but that's part of it is she said DNA testing today would link it to him and she wants to you know out him as being a rapist. Or I think she just he sexually assaulted her, but 
he, you know, alleged rapist through other victims. Well, good for her, man. And and I, no, I think I it's good that, uh, you know, somebody's coming forward about this as opposed to you can't just sit there going, oh, we have, um, y- y- you know, all, all of these, you know, random sources and stuff like that, unnamed sources. And it's like, yeah, but you know what the other side's going to say about that. You know, that's that's not... It's. I. I think that those allegations are a hell of a lot more damning than. Oh, he fucked a porn star and then paid her not to talk about it because you know he was married. It's like. Well, I don't. I don't give a shit about that. No, I don't. I, well, I don't give a shit about it, but I do occasionally cross my fingers that he did use campaign funds to pay her off and that somehow he'd get busted for illicit use of campaign finance. So that yeah, would be I mean, even that. I'm like, you know, you know, you know who the. Um, the only people who don't give a fuck about that, uh, literally all the people that gave him money for his campaign. That is true. <laughs> I, think if, I think if you ask them, they're probably okay with it. So even that, I'm like, it's not the worst fucking thing. I mean, it's not the worst use of campaign funding, I'm sure, that goes on in D.C. A lot of that stuff probably was, I, I don't know, snorted off of hookers' asses in Jeffrey Epstein's you know living room and shit. So, I, you know, I, I, I just assume... A lot of bad things goes on with with campaign money because those people are demons. That is true. All right, let's do one more. Let's skip a couple of these dumb ones. Uh, I'll just read the headlines. I thought it was funny that the uh, headline I sent you that the, that it was even a headline. Mitt Romney violated Senate rules by drinking chocolate milk out of a bottle during the impeachment trial. Apparently, he was supposed to put the chocolate milk into a glass and then he could drink it. So, What a naughty boy. Good uh, good job, Business Insider, for uh, breaking that story. I, um, I, I, hope the, I hope the Senate took away his, uh, took away his dessert. <laughs> Pamela Anderson married for the fifth time or sixth time. I lose track. I hope they made him go stand in the corner. John Peters. The house. And then uh, after 12 days, they called it off. It was his... Uh, fifth marriage. He's seventy-two. She's fifty-two. He's seventy-four. She's fifty-two. Who is and, who is this? Uh, Pam Anderson. Really? Yeah. She she's fifty-two. Married a seventy-four-year-old, and twelve days later said, "No, nope, maybe not." So it's good when people that have been married five times each marry one another. It's you know it's going to last this time. Oh no. Well, yeah. She she's got experience. She was like, "Listen, I've gone through this a lot. Uh, I I I know when it's not going to work out. Trust me." Been in a lot of marriages. I, I, think, I, I know when to walk away. I don't know if we've... I, I, I think we've talked about this. I can't imagine why I would have talked about it. Whereas I have in my head that we... I had her original Playboy at one time. She, before all the plastic surgery and before the boob jobs, and everything, she was stunningly beautiful as a natural beauty. And almost within, I would say, two or three years, she was already getting collagen injections and looked shitty. I mean, just her first nineteen-year-old Playboy thing. She was stunning, and that's oh just yeah, she looked great, man. She's, she's got she yeah. got those giant fucking lips and everything now. You, too much plastic surgery is no not good, now. Man. I'm saying three years deep when she started doing Baywatch, right. she got a boob yeah. job and yeah. at like and tool time with t- it was just sad yeah, because man. when she was just untouched, she was pretty. All right, final story. And um, those were those the crazy. Like like tit jobs had just come out, and so it was kind of in the flip phone stages, and they, they, it was it was '90s tit jobs where I, I don't know. Apparently, everybody in porn and and you know modeling was like, hey, you know what would be really hot? Um, uh, perfectly spherical basketball looking things with nipples on them, you know? And it just it, it, they they didn't look right. 
No, they did not. I said one more story. Let's uh, let's sort of do two because they'll be short. Um, Not all heroes wear capes. And uh, this man, I'm just going to go ahead and say hero. Man arrested for smoking marijuana while in court for marijuana charge. He was uh, in court being uh, arraigned on a charge of uh, uh, smoking marijuana, and he uh, pulled out a joint and lit up in the courtroom to protest marijuana laws. That man is a hero. He's, he's, you he's know, stupid because he, he he's going to jail, jail. For, his, yeah. for his beliefs. He is, he is the Rosa Parks of grown men who wear cargo shorts and sandals <laughs> in, in public. He's a martyr for the cause. Yes. And then finally, last story. Holy shit, dude, the Super Bowl last night. Was that fucking fantastic or what? Especially yeah, in the fourth I quarter. That was I, I just watched clips, man. I honestly didn't. Uh, I, I, I know that makes me a terrible American, but I, I, I just don't follow football anymore, man. I don't have time. Ah, oh, but the Super Bowl, you got to just, the one game of the year. I, I know. So I, 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 it's the only one I haven't seen, and I, I don't even know how long. It was so exciting. I will admit, uh, I did not watch the halftime show because um, I just don't give a fuck about Jennifer Lopez or Shakira. So when that came on, I turned it off. I turned off the TV for about fifteen minutes and then turned it back on for the game. I uh, I did. I did watch that one um, because I like I, I I'm I'm the associate producer on a on a music talk show uh, at, at work at Sirius XM. Debatable with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Give it a listen. Channel one hundred six, four to pitch. seven. PM Eastern, but uh, yeah, I. The thing is, is I, I, like there's been weird, like there's been people saying it's, it's like inappropriate, and it's not family friendly and shit like that. And it's okay, like, pause, we do, pause for one second, one second. Yeah, I think that is invented controversy because when I heard that there was controversy, that it was it's definitely uh, exaggerated. Well, that's what I'm saying is like sure. to me, it's one of those things where yeah. one person said, "I don't think this is inappropriate or is appropriate for families." And then all I saw on Twitter was 10,000 people saying, oh, come on, no controversy. It's one of those invented bullshit things where there's more, this is not controversial than anyone no, saying and, this and, is controversial. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I totally agree. That being said, we did have people calling in and tweeting uh, to Debatable that like, yeah, I wouldn't watch it with my kids and I don't think it's appropriate to be watching with kids and stuff like that. Now, they were vastly outnumbered by the people who... who you know, liked the performance, or at least didn't think it was offensive, you know. Um, if anything, it's offensive how much lip-syncing goes on at those fucking I was going to say, I find it uh, offensive to the art of music as more than anything <laughs> right. else. Like, I, I don't like their songs. That's why I didn't watch it, not because I thought they might grind in a way that was inappropriate for my I eyeballs. thought it was a cool halftime show, man. It's a fucking... You should you should give it, give it a watch. It's a, it's a pretty cool one. Like, uh, it was it was choreographed really well. And they like the special effects were fucking amazing, man. The fireballs and and the, uh, the the pyrotechnics, the light shows. It was just a cool looking show. That's why, in terms of like stuff to lip sync at, it's it's a, it's kind of forgivable for that because a they got to set it up really quick and tear it down really quick, and it's outside, and so it's, it's it would be a tough one to do. And the b the 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 actual singing itself is is a small portion of what's going on there you know it's dancing it's 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 pyrotechnics it's lights it's you, you know what i mean it's just it's a visually it's a fucking cool show whereas if it was like a band with a guitar and stuff like that um it, you know that's a little bit different 
all right, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. You should have watched the fourth quarter because fucking Patrick I know, Mahomes. I heard it was a fucking good game too, man. Oh, and, the and, and the Chiefs won, which is awesome. Congratulations again to everybody in, in, in Kansas. Uh, because it, you Kansas know what? Kansas City, Kansas. Yes. No, in the state of Kansas. In the can- state of Kansas, yes. I hope this is the start of, I, I think they should get their city back. The Missouri compromise was 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 bullshit in in the in terms of you guys losing Kansas City. Well, well, we should probably blame someone like uh, Lincoln or Jefferson for that. I don't know why because it wasn't around then, but damn it, we'll we'll blame them. One of right. the worst things those guys ever did. Um, as we sign off, uh, I will say this to the listeners in parting. Um, Zero percent reporting for the caucus results for the Democratic primary, for the Democratic uh, uh, side. However, the Republican caucuses have 83 percent reporting. Donald Trump has 35 delegates and has won 97.1 percent of the vote. Bill Weld has zero delegates and has won 1.3 percent of the vote. And Joe Walsh has zero delegates and has won 1.2 percent of the vote. Uh, 1.3, you know... Of the caucusers went uh, for Joe Walsh, 1.3 for Bill Weld, and 97.1%. Who went out and caucused for Republicans? And and more importantly, who went out to caucus for Donald Trump? I mean, I get that he has supporters, but did anyone really think that he was threatened by Bill Weld or Joe Walsh and felt and felt that obviously they did? Like, I wonder how many of these people there are. Like, were there 10 people in a room? Yeah, those are definitely people who have no families and friends that care about them because they would have been spending some time with them. Uh, they've, they've caught up on all the good shows on Netflix. They had nothing else to do that day. Obviously not. I get the Democratic side because there are so many candidates and they're trying right. to get... Yeah. But the Republican yeah. side, you could have stayed home. I, I, <laughs> I don't know that's, why anybody was saying. doing caucusing yeah. for Trump. All right. We will have uh, Democratic results next week, which will be a full seven days after anyone listening heard all the results because you will have known them for a week by the time we get around to talking about them. But thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week. Tell your friends to listen to us. Write nice things about us. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Later.